what is a dream? Is it just complete nonsense and hallucinations churned up by your sleeping mind? Is it your subconscious trying to reckon with the information it's taken in over the course of the day through symbolism and what have you? Could it be something more? Could it be premonitions? Could it be messages from the beyond? I don't know. I rarely dream, and when I do, it's just the same one every time, so I don't necessarily understand everyone else's relationship to dreaming. But I'm starting to feel like maybe there's something more to it. And so today, I want to dive into the question of what is a dream? Here, Gibbons is the head librarian at the Library of Dreams. She received her bachelor's degree in library science from the University of Saltwaters and pursued postgraduate education under the apprenticeship of the Dream Lord. She has worked in many departments in the Library of Dreams, but she specializes in analysis and interpretation. She spends most days continuing her research in the deep archives of the library. Gibbons has authored two books on the subject of dream analysis, Dream Rider, Breaking Nightmares, and Nightmare Fuel, The Currency of Dreams. Well, Guinevere, how are you doing today? Thank you so much, Pan, for having me here today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's great to have you. Uh, Like I kind of said, I just... I don't get dreams, um, like literally, but also in the sense that I don't understand them. But people are always talking about their dreams and what they mean and if it's this or if it's that. And so I kind of wanted to dive in today on like, well, what what is what is dreams? And I think as far as like goes around here, you know more than anybody. So I guess could you start by telling us a little bit about your relationship to to dreams and the study of them? Well, I mean, dreams are such a broad and personal and and beautiful landscape that we all, or at least most of us, experience on a nightly basis. They are many things. They can be a way of communication, a way of, you know, self-analyzing the events of the day. Uh, They can be a way of uh, foretelling future events or a way of, you know, reminiscing or looking back at past events. Uh, so they can be a multitude of different things. And that's what makes dream research so fulfilling and uh, the whole effort to understand uh, so challenging at times. Yeah, I could imagine. What sort of breakthroughs are you having lately in, you know, helping to understand? dreams on a more like fundamental level well deep in the archives we Uh have many many recordings of dreams this can come in the form of a written sort of uh, affidavit or it can be a recording of the uh, spiritual experience you know we have well it's sort of hard to to explain there are uh different kind of membranes or, or, or spaces that you can put yourself in to better reach the dream realm. And the archive is designed to kind of facilitate breaking through into the dream realm and being able to experience the dreams of, of others. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that that was even possible. I mean, it takes a lot of a lot of training, which I got through many years with the Dream Lord. And it can be dangerous, definitely. But the Library of Dreams is designed to guide us, you know, dream librarians, dream archivists, to a deeper understanding of the breadth and depth of the dream experience. Huh. Fascinating. So in in all of your time uh, studying and analyzing dreams, have you been able to, you know, help anyone interpret their dreams and maybe like learn either about themselves or like, Maybe the future or the past or anything like that. Like, can you really dig into someone's subconscious and, like, 
get get him some results. I have had a few positive experiences throughout throughout my career, uh, which have been fulfilling and kind of get me through the the darker periods. I I think you know, dream analysis can be fulfilling, but it can be dangerous in some ways. What dreams tell us can be very important, and we don't always listen to the messages that we receive. Hmm. Well, related to the messages people are receiving from dreams, here's kind of what I was thinking today, if mm-hmm. this is all right with you. We've got a lot of people listening, I think, um, and I, I assume a lot of them dream on a regular basis, as I'm told most people do. And so I think it would be good to just have some people call in with the dreams that they're having and, you know, questions that they might have for a dream expert on, like, what what these things mean, whether it's just, like, some silliness or whether it's perhaps prophecy. And, you know, we could uh, just hammer this stuff out with the people in town. Does that sound good? That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll get to that right after these messages. Come on down to the shortcut. Get a new haircut. Get a new do for you. And if you just don't like it, we hope that you like it. The studs are for free from me. Come on down to the shortcut and get those new duds you've been wanting. If you don't like it, no worries, the haircut is on us. But know that you can never return. Well, we hope to see you soon. We think you'll like it. When you go to the town, there simply cannot be one single frown. We hear, here at the salon, want you to come on and give me a look. Right morning stars are stars come, where do you go? At Betty's Botanicals, we'll get you the soothing balm, herbal tea, or incantation to start your day right and ease your weary heart. All right, and we're back and we're ready to talk about your dreams. Um, make sure they're not boring. We've only got so much time today, but we've got a lot of y'all ready to talk. And here's the first caller. First caller you're on. How's it going? Oh, hello there. This is Ed he him. I'm having really a wonderful day. I've cracked open my favorite brand of seltzer, regular flavor as a no flavor. Okay. And I'm sipping it. And it's wonderful. I can report. How about you? Oh, I'm pretty good. You know, we're just we're here ready to talk about your dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I had quite a a whirlwind of one last night i must say okay let's hear it so in the dream i ironically enough i woke up well okay and so i'm in bed and i rip off the sheets and i get out of bed one leg at a time and i i i stretch a little bit and i go into my kitchen and i'm preparing myself a pot of joel Mm-hmm. And, you know, I waited for the water to boil, and this is the really crazy part. It just got to, like, the right temperature very quickly. Okay. Super fast. So I'm spinning just thinking about that. And so I put the grounds into my French press, and I pour in the water to make the joel, mm-hmm. and... I wait the allotted amount of time for it to brew, and then I press it and pour it into my cuppa. Uh, but first, of course, I put in a little bit of the hot water from the kettle into the cup, and that's what got it to the proper temperature so that the 
ceramic mug would not cool down the joel once it got in so after i did that i emptied the cup of the steaming hot water and then i poured in the joel but not too much because i gotta put in my oat milk as creamer of course and that's the wild part because i don't have any oat milk pan not an ounce of it okay isn't that wild so let me just get this straight you had a dream where you were doing exactly what you do every single morning but the only things that were different were that the water got hot fast and that you had oat milk yeah i guess time is relevant pan you're right yeah, I just think there's really uh, nothing to... This is, like, arguably the most boring dream that anyone's ever even told me about. And, like, I don't know why you're wasting our time again like this. Um, oh. I would like to, to interject just... Okay, sure. Briefly yeah. here. Um, I'll um, just sit here with my Ed, feelings bruised. Ed, I think it's very important that you listen to what I what I tell you now. I am sitting. I am... Listening, ears open, mouth Listen. shut. I am. I sounds I, like your mouth's open. I appreciate your preparation for this important news that I'm about to give you. This dream that you have just shared with us could potentially be, and I'm I'm gonna say it's not even potentially; it is certain. This dream could be important to the future of of all living things on this planet. Oh. I I know it's hard to grasp and understand truly, but... Uh, I'm really glad that I was sitting down when you said that. Me too. Ed, do you have any children? I would like to one day. Ed, I think it's essential that you wake up as a person in this society, you open your eyes, and you prepare yourself to add into this world yet another member. And by that I mean have having children. Oh. I think it's, So I'm sorry, his dream means that he needs to have kids? He needs to have a child, and that child won't necessarily be the one that saves us, but will be the tool to guide us to the next step. Save us from what? I, I can't quite tell based on your dream, but I know that cup that you prepared with hot water so that it would be prepared for the the hot coffee. Yes, I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a wild bit of dream that was. Definitely one of the most mm-hmm. exciting aspects of your of your dream. Uh, it is essential that your child then is able to produce an heir, and that child will go on to save the world. Oh wow! It, it wow. is an oh wow moment. Absolutely. So uh, what I need to do is drink propagate. oat milk. Oh. You need to drink oat milk. Oh. Yes. Like just by itself? Uh you can drink it in your coffee, like in the dream. I like it in my coffee. Yeah. Yes. It's good. I've always been a scared of it before. And I understand it can be scary to change, especially since it seems like you are very devoted to your your rituals and your routines, but it is essential. That you change that one aspect of your life and and get oh, some wow. oat milk, yeah. I I'm going to go do that right now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. I'm I'm getting up out of my chair right now, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to hang up the phone. It's a landline, so I can only walk so far away from it. But okay. I'm I where are my keys? Oh, I think. All right, let me look in this cabinet. You can Opening just hang the up. door. Yeah, you can hang to up to the now. cabinet. You mm-hmm. can probably just. It's hang not up. in there. That's usually where it is. It's not in the dry sink. Good. Either. Goodbye, Ed. It's... All right, bye, Ed. Oh, oh no, he's gone. Oh, I clicked for him. Wow. Mm. Ooh, whoops. I'm gonna miss Ed so much. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Guinevere, I am astounded at your ability in dream interpretation because I just thought that that was some whack, boring garbage, but. Wow, it really had that degree of prophecy, like, cooked into Ed's daily sort of morning routine, huh? It really did. Sometimes the most mundane dreams can be the most important, most profound. Go figure. The more you know, I guess. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I guess I'll try to keep my mind a little more open for this next call. Try not to get too bored too quickly. Oh.
That's tough. Anyways, next caller. We got another one. I bet you've got some stuff to say about dreams. You're on. How's it going? Hiya! My name is Garen. Uh, he, him. So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, me and my buddies, uh, we were at a basketball game, you know, the other day. And, um, well, I, I, I kind of fell asleep during halftime. Uh, I mean, it was a good game, but, I, you know, I was just real tired. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, and, and while I was uh, a dreaming, I had this, dr- you know, dream about yeah. this terrible accident that was going to happen where the, you know, the top row of chairs and such and, and the balcony was going to crash down and kill me and my buddies. Oh, uh, wow. And, you know, at the basketball games, they're doing all their magic tricks and um, doing the crazy... Uh, loop-to-loops with uh, all the lights and colors and, uh, you know, magical things they're doing. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of magic to the sport. Absolutely. And uh, it was, you know, an oopsies, which I get. I didn't want to, you know, die. But that's kind of a bummer. So when I woke up, you know, I was alive, and it was great, and I was so happy. But I told my buddies, like, oh, we got to get out of here. You know, we're going to die if we don't go. And um, sure. it was hard, but I convinced them to let you know, to, to leave. And it was a good game. So we go, and, you know, you probably heard the terrible thing that happened at the game. So, uh... Yeah, I forgot about it until you were describing your dream, but that is exactly what happened just the other day. Yeah, so I just, it's um... Lucky that you got all those people out of there. I, I felt like I it was a good it was a good deed, but I, I've never had a dream like that. And, um, I just was calling in to see, like, should I be worried about it? Am I going to get more dreams like that? Huh. So. Yeah, it does sound like unusually, maybe specifically prophetic, but, I mean, Guinevere is here, and, and she knows more about dreams than anybody, so, like, what's what's what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, hi, Garen. I'm so glad that you're doing well. My first thought is that when we have a prophetic dream, especially one where death Uh, is involved in our own death and the death of others around us is that death will come for us, right? That's the the first thing that I worry about. That that death will will get its due and that there there are many dangerous things that are are in the world that can accidentally get us, right? Wait, are you saying that death is coming for Garen now? I would would say most likely, yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh. Death missed its chance. And, um, you know, it's probably looking for an opening of some kind. Garen, are you someplace safe right now? Well, I'm in, um, I'm in a needle factory. What? Yeah, there's a lot of needles of various sizes. And, well, I work here, um, you know, a needle factory after school. And, um, I actually have, I got a basket full of knives that I'm carrying. Why? Well, you know, they got to get from point A to point B, you know, got to got to pick them up and put them where they got to go. Yes. Yeah, and um I mean there was a lot of equipment and things above and around and below me. So, I wouldn't say it's safe. No. No. And uh, me and my buddies we were going to get some fireworks later to celebrate, you know, being alive. So, oh my god. Yeah. So, Karen, here's my advice based on my experience with kind of near-death dream prophecies. There's a delicate balance between avoiding dangers and leaning into those dangers, right? And it seems like danger lives around you as of right now. It's everywhere, right? So I think what you want to do is you want to show death that you don't fear it and that you will continue to live your as it sounds, very dangerous lifestyle. This uh, does seem kind of counterintuitive, if I could just say. It does. I agree. But if you, you know, avoid all these dangerous things, then um, what's life worth living? I I don't know. I mean, all of the things around me could kill me very easily. You sure? Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'll be fine. Get some fireworks. That's a great idea. I do love fireworks. Yeah, and I guess, like, if you change your pattern, that might be where the danger comes in. Like, 
Exactly. You know, you're you're adept at carrying buckets of knives and working Damn. in needle factories mm-hmm. and, you know, going to firework stands probably while smoking a cigarette or whatever, like that Classic kind of thing. Aaron. That's just your life. Whereas if you if you try to screw with that, that's where death's going to get you, huh? It is. Exactly. So if if danger is where you live, I, you just got to kind of keep going on that, that road. Okay, Garen? Okay. I guess I'll um talk to you or I won't. Bye. Oh, goodbye. Uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah, I wish him well. Yeah. I'm very concerned about the advice that we've given here, but I'm going to trust your judgment. And yeah, hope for the best for old Garen. <sighs> I mean, any day that he has at this point is, you know, borrowed time, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, whatever. Probably best to just move on and take another caller. And as it happens, we've got one right here. Next caller, you're on. How's it going? Hello, it's Judy. She, her. How's it going, Judy? I'm doing really well, and I just wanted to weigh in on Ed's dream from before. Oh, okay. So I think you're doing a really great job. Like, wow. Like, Thank you. Wow, what a great job you're doing. But you've missed a couple of crucial, really quite crucial details about that previous dream and i'd like to really just add my two cents to your assessment of it like Mm -hmm. i couldn't help but notice that you did not calculate uh the fact that he got out of bed one leg at a time okay isn't that just how people do it and what that means okay for the dream or the fact that the Water boiled faster than he expected. Okay. Mm. I I appreciate your... Um, you and I both know what that means. I, I don't. I would love for you to share with me what you think that means, Judy. I appreciate your added analysis. I hate to say it, but your verdict that he needs to be buying oat milk is incorrect. Okay. I... He needs I, to mm-hmm. buy almond milk. Almond, almond milk. Despite its obvious environmental impacts. It, it I of agree. Course, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I usually wouldn't advise that. It's also worse. Buying and we're talking here about a prophetic dream, obviously. Of, we are that is leading us towards one of many theoretical futures. True. Um cute and everything, but that what you said is uh, irresponsible and is going to lead him down the wrong path. So wow, I am just I, trying to I feel nudge. like that's not quite fair. Oh, it's fair. Wow. If everything that happened in that dream is true, then he needs to buy almond milk and you've gone and told him to buy the other kind. Judy, I, f- I feel like we could have a civil discussion. I sense I'm some hostility. Civil. I'm smiling. Mm. You can't see me, but I'm smiling. I feel like smiling. you're raising your voice sure. with me, Judy. No. Mm. Okay. I'm very I'm... quiet right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Judy, I have I a normal appreciate... volume, actually. I appreciate your feedback, and I will take that into consideration. I do wonder, you know, dream theorist to dream theorist, how you would tackle the issue of the water boiling at an exceptional speed you know, speed. That's an amazing question. And I will take your answer off the air. What? Oh, that's, that's, that's a strange way to answer that question. Yeah, that didn't make any sense whatsoever. It well, I, I guess, let me re, let me think about this again. So if we have, if we have the, the legs, one leg and two legs, and then the imagery of speed, um, I guess, I guess the the speed of the water could be an attachment to the water waste to almond trees. Um, ah, okay, she's right. Connections right there. Yeah. All right, Ed, if you're listening, I apologize for my my hasty 
analysis of of oat milk. It it has to be almond milk. It has to be almond milk. I'm so sorry, Ed. Well, let's hope Ed hears this before he gets to the store. Yeah, I I don't think he's rushing. He seems very I guess un- not measured. So yeah. Yeah. True. Well, uh, I'm glad that we got that sorted out before, I guess, before we inadvertently caused the end of, uh, you know, the world as we know it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another win on the old books for us. Uh, Let's see if we can help anyone else out here, though. Got another caller right here. Next caller, you're on Howard the Dreams treating you. Hello, this is Thomas Berenger, he, him, as many of you know, the CEO of Taco Castle. Uh, yeah, of course, CEO of Taco Castle, Thomas. Well, Thomas, how's it going? How you doing? Not so well, Pan. I've had a very troubling dream. Oh, well, today must be a you know convenient day for you then, because we're ready to talk about it. Let's hear, what was this dream of yours? Well, I was having a lovely cappuccino in my dream. Okay. As I'm sure you're well aware, the Al Pacino-themed espresso beverage at Cup of Joel, the select drink for CEOs everywhere. Sure, a cappuccino. And in the dream, just as it is in real life, I had my trusty briefcase handcuffed to myself. The same briefcase I have handcuffed to me at all times, which contains a solitary component of the secret seventh layer for the seven-layer burrito. Okay. Which is... This all sounds pretty normal so far. Company Mm -hmm. policy. And the dream was pretty normal until a group of absolutely stunningly dressed men wearing clown masks just came up to me and started beating the living shit out of me. Oh. And then started beating on me with my own briefcase. Damn. And forced me to open it and reveal the the secret component to the seventh layer of the burrito. Oh, no. Well, that was awfully rude of them. And I just wanted to know, what, what does that dream mean to you? Huh. Now, Thomas, were they able to take the briefcase with them? Yes, they were. Okay. And much to my surprise, when I woke up in a pool of sweat in my very round waterbed this morning, the briefcase was still chained to me. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, this dream may be a episode of corporate espionage. I what? worry. Yeah. I worry that... I beg uh, my pardon? I... I will give my pardon. Are you saying that they have stolen the seventh component? In a dream? Are you saying that somebody has broken into my dream in some sort of abstract dream heist and stolen the component of the recipe? Unfortunately, it sounds exactly like that's what's happened here. Cheese and crust. Yeah, so there are teams of these nefarious robbers who, for a price will dive into the dreams of wealthy individuals like yourself. And I I feel like, based on what you're telling me here, that although the physical secret hasn't been stolen, it has been taken in the dream realm. So what you're telling me here is that I need to get to them before the boss finds out that I have relinquished the component. Well, no, not well, necessarily, no. I need to deal with this myself. Sounds a little extreme. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're suggesting, but... Uh... What you're telling me is that before they get the other five components, I need to do what must be done. No, no. Um... I I hope you don't mean violence of any kind. Thank you very much, no. and I appreciate it, Paul. Okay, well...
worried that that interpretation took a kind of a bad mm. turn. Uh, I, I, I regret that. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I didn't really expect Thomas to have that kind of edge to him, but um, no, I, I, yeah, I'm kind of worried about what that guy's capable of. That secret must, must have great power. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've wondered what's in that seventh layer, but like, uh, we all have. I yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to eat it and feel nice. Feels yes. good in my belly. Some things must remain a mystery. Yeah. You know, it's like they say you don't want to know how the burrito gets made. Exactly. That's that's what they say. Huh. Hmm. Well, um uh, I don't know. Uh watch out, I guess. Don't don't mess with this guy. This is mm -hmm. one thing that is my big takeaway. Mhm. Whatever. Anyways, uh, phone's still going, so let's get another person on here, huh? Um, someone else with a dream. Next caller you're on, how's it going? Hey, Ping, it's Ping. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm doing all right. I mean, not okay. so all right. Oh, I've been okay. having these sort of horrifying dreams where I'm in the woods, and I got all these people screaming at me and telling me, please, please don't murder me, and... Beast, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know, and then I clawed their heads off. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. I suck out their fluids through their necks like a straw. Yucky. Oh, Yucko. Well, no. I mean, you've had a run-in with the beast recently, right? Yeah, it's probably me just processing that encounter. But, long story short, I'm going to tell a little bit of a story here, and it's, uh, if you think the beast is out there in a campsite of yours, don't camp there. Well, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. A lot of people are forgetting basic beast safety nowadays. Um, Easy to follow. Campsite signs got a little thing on the bottom of them saying, if you see the signs of the beast dwelling here, you know, beasts like to move around. Sure, yeah. Doesn't beast stick is one never place. in the same place. Yeah, for sure. So if you see like a spring that's sucking water back into it instead of pushing water out, or mm -hmm. animals don't seem to be afraid of you, like chipmunks crawling all up in your clothes and whatnot. Or like a soft whispery song on the breeze that comes seemingly from no perceivable direction. Yeah. Wooden trinkets woven with twine hanging from trees. Uh -huh. You know, snowdrop flowers blooming on the forest floor. All those kind of things. Stay away from there. Don't camp there. Camp somewhere else. Yeah. Those Try are something nice new. Beast. That huh. is good advice. Yeah, that's just great life advice for anybody. Just but telling you here... stupid teens to stop camping there so I can stop having these deadly drinks. Now, I'm I sorry, do you think your dreams are correlated to teens camping on the beasts? That's impossible, Pan. It sounded like that's what you just said. I don't know why you're like, being Why like you put this. words in my mouth, Pan? Okay. We've got the dream expert here. Yeah. Um, Guinevere. Hey, Pam. It's an honor to I don't to know talk you. Oh, well, it's an honor to talk to you. I heard that you had a recent run-in with the beast, so I... Who told you that? Uh, well, I was at your funeral. Who's Jib jabbing about me? Well, you were Pretty there. Pretty much everybody was yeah. at your funeral. You were there too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that happened. I'm really glad that you're. You must okay. not have been that interested. I don't remember you. I won't take that personally. I appreciate that. She Pam. was in the audience, being yeah. completely silent and still, as if she wasn't there. Exactly. And I'm very good at that. I work in a library. <laughs> um, mm. So libraries if... are boring. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. It sounds like to me that there has been some merging between you and the beast. It is unusual to have the dreams of another entity without having some sort of tie between the two of you. A tie? Some sort of spiritual link. I don't wear ties, and I don't like the beast. Sure. Not that kind of ties, bud. You know, yeah. What happens between me and the beast is my business. I'd prefer you not to talk about it on public radio. All Did right. you just call in to tell us about your dream then without getting any sort of analysis? I'm sick. I'm tired of all this jib-jab about my personal life, so I'm going to go. Okay. Stop camping at the beast spot. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's a great message to put out there. Stop camping at the beast spot. You'll know it when you see it. Good. Be good mindful. Wor good words to live by. Yeah. But Pam's dream, I don't want to get too, you know, too deep into, like, her private life. That's her business. But it does sound like there's maybe something more to it, huh? I think so. Uh, I understand Pam's choice to be more private, but I can't help but think that 
There is some greater connection between the two of them after their encounter. Yeah. Dreams dreams what? don't transfer easily. Sure. I'll take your word for it. And I mean, an encounter, previously such a close encounter like Pam had with the beast, there's got to be something that comes from that, right? Absolutely. You can't walk away from that un unchanged. You would think. Hmm. I don't know. That's completely off topic. We already, we talked about the beast plenty already. No more time for that today. Let's just leave that for now. Um, Much to think about, as always. But let's talk to someone else. We got another caller here, in fact. Um, next caller, you're on. How's it going? Hi, my name's Arnulf. Uh, he, him. I'm doing all right, but I'm a little worried. I've been having these dreams every night where my friends and my family, who I love dearly, are sitting around me. You know, I'm in the bed, I'm lying down, and they're sitting around me. You know, they're just they're just telling me, wake up. Wake up. Please wake up. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's scary. And they say, Arnold, you need to wake up from this coma. You need to wake up. And okay. I, I don't wake up. I just, I just, I, I mean, I wake up, but in the dream, I never wake up. It just worries me. Yeah, I can see why. That might be concerning. Uh, wow. Yeah. I wonder that's... what that means. Does that mean anything, Guinevere? Guinevere? Yeah. Arnulf, how did you call in today? Did you, did you use a phone? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll use the phone. You know, it's, I mean, I, it's, yeah, I used the phone. Okay. Does it look like your phone? Does it look familiar? I mean, it's just a phone. I ha it's a, I'm in my house and there's a phone. I use the phone to call Pan. Okay. Arnulf, I'm, I'm concerned for you. You may need to wake up. What? I I'm awake. I'm awake right now. Yes, you are, Arnulf. But uh, there's a way, and it's difficult. It's challenging, and it takes incredible psychic power to do it. But there is such thing as a dream phone, where you're able to make a connection from the dream realm to the waking realm. And I worry that you may indeed be asleep. Well, oh. I, that that's confounding. Going to going to be yeah. to call you that. Um, how do I wake up? Well, Great I question. mean, that's for you to find out. You sort of you have to to find your way through the dreamscape. I can't really answer that for you, but it's important to start. The journey by knowing that you have to go on the journey. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll proceed assuming that I am in a coma and that I need to find a way to wake up from said coma. That is a real doozy. All right. Yeah, that's uh, tough. Well, thanks, Pan. Uh, thanks, Guinevere. I guess I'll be going on my my dreamscape journey. All right, good luck. Wake up. Everybody misses you. All right, well, thanks. Bye. Bye. I'm just really trying to parse this. Maybe it's too complicated for my sort of non-dreaming mind to put together, but is so is Arnulf dreaming into our world? And if he wakes up, will he disappear? Well, that is one possibility. That definitely is a possibility. Okay. And if that's the case, then that's, you know, simply his fate. But there is another possibility that he is dreaming currently, right now, in a comatose state. Sure. And is able to, through his sort of psychic powers, create consciously or unconsciously, in Arnulf's case a tie to the waking world and that in his dream he's created oh. yeah so when he falls asleep and dreams in his dream that's his way of trying to deal with 
the trauma and, and the worry of being in a coma. He hasn't quite come to terms with that, or he hadn't until now, right. hopefully. So uh, huh. I'm hoping that's the case, that he's able to come back to us fully in a waking state to this realm. Yeah, oh, I, I hope so, too. Love to meet him in the waking world sometime. Yeah, but, uh, me too. We'll see. Best of luck out there. Uh, mm -hmm. Wake up. Please wake up. Anyways, uh, yeah, please wake up. Next caller, we got another caller here, and you're on. How's it going? Hello, hello, hello. It's Johnny Ten Shooter here. Johnny Ten Shooter, you said? Yeah, I'm here to let you know. I'm coming into your dreams, and if I see you having yourself a little bit of too much of a good time. I'm murdering you with my, my glove hands here that have guns for every finger on them. Oh my. So te that's it. You got ten guns. I've got gun, ten, ten guns shooter, on my hands. Ten shooter. Ten. Okay. And they're going to shoot you dead if I see you, you know. This sounds like a threat. Yeah. What? It's a promise. What? Mm, okay. Either way. Not cool, dude. Not cool. And what do you mean by too much fun? Is that what you Yeah. I've seen anybody having sexual intercourse. Oh. I'm telling you that sex kills, and not because of venereal diseases or indirect consequences. It's me. I'm going to be the one that kills you, especially if you're a teen. That's... Why is that any of your business? Yeah, this... Because I'm Johnny Kinsu, that's my whole thing. doesn't have to be. Yeah, that that's not very helpful to anybody. That's, that's just threatening. I like murdering people in their dreams, and any time okay. I try to murder them... They just go back to having a sexual fantasy in their dreams. Well, they're not hurting anybody. Well, so I'm yeah. going to just go straight for sexual fantasy to kill me. That sounds creepy. Yeah. And that's I'm going to do it. A weird fascination yeah. with uh, sexual habits. Yeah. Couldn't you just teach like more responsible behavior instead of like being like such a jerk about it? It's too late. This is who I am as well I've become. It's too. What happened to make you this yeah. way? Yeah. Was it when you made your very cool glove, it changed you as a person? I didn't make this glove. This glove put itself on me, both of them. Oh. And now, I only know how to do one thing. Kill team. Yeah. Kill team. They should Injury. be out there doing something more constructive. Like what? Like They're just dreaming. in a piece or something. Oh. I mean, well, I guess that's an okay motivation, but you can do both. Like Not the way I calculate it. Lucky for you, every time I try to do my dirty work, some very cool and suave bass riff starts playing. Huh. And then the spirit of sexual positivity comes and saves him. He's a bass player with a, a sweaty mullet. Well, thank goodness. nothing but a vest. Okay, that does sound like very sexual. Very so I'm cool. here to kill him and then kill all those teams. Well, Johnny, I'm wondering, how are you... Visiting all of these I'm a dreams. dream monster. Sure. Yeah, I, I understand, you know, you, you're monstrous, definitely, but... I'll wear are a you... burnt top hat. Uh-huh. Sure. I have funny little tennis shoes. All right. What I... I've got, like, a World West duster as well. That sounds badass, dude. Yeah, that is and pretty I go... cool. A lot of this stuff would be... He's still going. Sorry, go on. Do you... Yeah, okay. Okay. Are you done? Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be all day. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, Alza, I was gonna say, is this sounds like super dope. Like, you've got, like, a sick style, and, like, you've got ten guns for fingers, and, like, that's badass. But I just sort of wish that you would consider what we're saying here, which is that this kind of, I guess, abstinence-only sort of approach that you have seems, like, uh, just, like, unchill, to put it simply. And that's probably what this bass player is trying to communicate to you. Maybe they're, like, you know, your dream world counterpart, someone who... I guess, like, appreciates, like, sexuality and isn't gonna be, like, a real jerk about it and maybe, like, loves to play, like, smooth bass lines, which is also very cool. He's the enemy of hope. <sighs> okay, wow. And I'm here Lots to destroy to him here. with at least one of my ten finger guns. 
What if instead, though, and I know you'd have a hard time, like, playing an instrument because your hands are guns, but what if you picked up uh, some drumsticks you could probably hold, and you you could probably, you're a dream monster, could you manifest a drum set and just, like, jam out? Just, like, jam out with the guy? I don't so much manifest dream material as I control it effectively. I see. Beatbox, then. You I'll ride it like it's a killer way. I'm always like hanging ten. Ten gun. Ten gun. Gun. Gun fingers on my hands. Mm, okay. Uh, man, I wish you weren't so cool, cause like your whole sort of like lifestyle kind of sucks. So, are you just calling in today? You don't even have a dream to interpret. You're just trying to promote like sort of this anti-sex. I'm warning you that if you do it, you're inviting me. So please, have sex in your dreams. It means I'm gonna show up and kill you with my finger gun. And if that sexy bass player tries to defend you, he's going first. So his life is on your hands. <sighs> um, I don't appreciate this. I don't appreciate this sort of threat being put out on the air. What would you have me do? Play an instrument? That's yeah, I did say a, that. a way to live your life. That is absolutely uh, a way to live your life. Yeah, it's a great way no to live your life. No one just plays an instrument. They do? Yeah, you can do multiple things. You yeah. can play an instrument. You can, I don't know, like, possible. do, like, a sort of, like, a radio programs. Like, you do lots of stuff. Read a book. You, there's a lot of hours in the day. Absolutely, Johnny. I'm concerned that the listening public will be worried that uh, they will be vulnerable uh, to Johnny Ten Shooter's attacks. I think, one, a, a good point is that this benevolent sex-positive spirit is out there, you know, on your side. For uh, now. But okay. also, that dreams are, are a realm where you are controlling that that space, that zone. And you can mm. only give uh, Johnny as much power as you Stop give him. Me. So... And his what? his guns can't hurt you. Uh, I'm trying to shoot us through the microphone. No. Yeah. So he, I'm okay. I didn't get I'm shot. I'm trying to obscure this town to the county. Just know that if you have, you know, a, a good time in your dreams and sexy time happens, that's natural and and beautiful. And uh, no, read a book. I mean, you can read a book, too. Read two you can books. Read both. You can read a sexy book. Uh, you know. Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah, that's also a great way to, to spend some time. These are all not valid alternatives. I don't want, you know, any anybody listening to be worried that, that you shouldn't have any kind of dream of any kind that isn't, you know, hurting anybody. And, and a sexual sure. dream definitely isn't hurting anybody, so. Oh, I feel like my message is out there and there's nothing you can do to stop me. So on that note. Okay. I think that was only seven, so watch out everybody, he's got three left. <laughs> Anyways, well that guy was a real uh jerk, if I could say. Kind of a yeah. un, un unchill. Unchill. But that's good, so you can, if I understand what you said right, you know, the dreamer is in control. Is that what you're saying? So Johnny Ten Shooter, you know, you can, you can fight him in any number of ways in your own dream, and there's no need to fear. Exactly, you're the architect of your own dreamscape, and you shouldn't be worried that he, you know, even if Johnny Ten Shooter does uh, arrive in your dream, just get him out of there, just kick him out. So. Okay, but here's a question that I have for you, expert. Mm. If you die in the dream, do you die in real life? It is possible, but unlikely. I, okay. I, I don't get the sense from Johnny Tenshooter that he has the sort of cogent thought necessary to kill a being in their dream. Man, I just hope this guy changes his tune because, like, he sounds really cool, right? Like, he's got yeah. ten gun fingers and, like, has I, a cool outfit. I wish he was on, yeah, the side of good because, I mean, I want to see that, I want to see that, you know, that glove in action, but, uh, 
Not when so cool. When he's d- doing bad stuff with it. Yeah, no, like murder. Murder is categorically uncool, but like, Not cool. there's other cool stuff that you could do. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Let's hope he learns to change his ways, but. That'll take time that we don't have right now, so let's just keep this moving. We've got more callers, um, and the next one is ready to go. Next caller, you're on. How's it going? Hi, uh, my name's TJ, they, them. I'm calling because, well, I've been having these dreams over the last couple of months where I meet up with this really cool person, and we have these, like, great conversations, and it's, it's like a, it's, I don't know, it's like a really great connection I feel like we've both made but when this other person tries to give me their contact information like their name and phone number in the dream I just can't read it and they try to say it and I just can't understand what they're saying back in high school I just didn't try that hard in dream language arts class and I just feel like I just never got the hang of it and now I'm really regretting it so I just, I'm just not sure what to do. Yeah, that that is tough. Um, but TJ, I do feel like there is one suggestion I can give you. So at the community center, they give a wide range of different classes. But one of them that I think will be super helpful is the Remedial Dream Language Arts course. My mentor, the Dream Lord, he teaches that class in the basement of the the building. They call it the bunk room. And he unfortunately has been trapped in the dream realm for a few years now, but he is down there and he teaches that course, which I think would be the perfect fit for you. It does sound exactly like what you need. Yeah, Um, it it does. That was so easy. I, I appreciate the suggestion. I guess I'll, I'll be heading over to sign up for that as soon as possible. Thanks. I will say one one warning, which sort of seems to tie into the last call, surprisingly. I have gotten some notes that abstinence only has been uh, mentioned a few times, and it's not relevant to the course. Yeah, why would the Dream Lord even bring that up? I believe it is in reference to the importance of emptying the mind of unnecessary clutter. In an effort to self-actualize. Okay. But, but I still am concerned. So I wanted to give a warning before I send you over there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there is a little bit of a mixed bag with that course. So. Yeah, weirdly closed-minded for a course that is mostly based on kind of opening your mind. I would agree, absolutely. Unfortunately, I'm not qualified to to give the course and unfortunately the dream lord is the only one that i'm aware of who can provide the remedial dream language arts course but huh. i guess fortunately it is available well okay well something to be mindful of i i guess thanks guys um i'll think about that and um i'll i'll talk to you later bye okay, bye good luck have fun Huh, weird stuff. This Dream Lord character. Yeah, Um, he's been in the Dream Realm a really long time. I guess that takes a toll on you, huh? It it must. Still a very unchill perspective, but... Yeah, I agree. Sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Whatever. Got other people to help today, other dreams to think about, so let's get to it. We've got another caller, another dream right now. Next caller, you're on. This is Colleen. She, her. I'm just calling to ask you what the difference between a library and library is. Well, I can answer that one. The library is the library, and the library is a totally different building down the street that is for children okay and i've never been there so i don't really know what they do there okay but i i feel like i've been asked this question a lot so yeah library is the library so what's in the library i've never been there so i don't know uh like i already said so kids can go in can talk and dogs go in maybe dogs that don't talk so good yes uh i think that's common knowledge 
So yeah, yeah, that's what the library is. Well, thank Children... you so much for this insight. Uh, uh-huh. Are they hiring at the library? I don't Why know. Why would either of us know that? I I don't work there. Go to their website. Yeah, you could call them. Do you happen to know their website? Uh, I would just Google it. I don't know. Yeah, Google it, Yahoo it. I don't have Google. Do you have DuckDuckGo? I'm a person that does most of everything through the library, so I do not have Google, and I do not have DuckDuckGo. I would suggest if you go to the library, then you walk the two blocks from the library to the library, knock on their door, and ask them some questions. I'm sure they would love to talk to you. Do you think they have berries at the library? I hope so. Sure. Why not? Why not? Will they let me in if I'm not a child or a dog that doesn't talk good? One way to find out. Yeah, you can only ask. All right, I'll be back. Okay. I felt threatening. I I get a lot of questions about the library on a daily basis. Um, right. You know, for obvious reasons. I don't have a whole lot of knowledge about the library. Uh, I'm not a child or a dog that can talk okay, so it's sort of a, I guess, a pet peeve of mine, so what can Yeah, you it's like when people ask me about, like, what is, you know, podcasting, that's the hot word now, and it's like, I, I understand that I do a spoken radio program, and it's like, whatever this bullshit podcast, but like, I, I just, I know my thing, like, I do radio. Yeah. Why don't you, go, just Google podcasts. Yeah. Just Google a podcast. Just Google library. Yeah, just Google library. It's like, learn something for yourself for once. Don't, like, just assume that I know stuff about things, because, like, I do something kind of that sounds the same. Exactly. Stupid. (sighs) What can you do? I'm sick of these people. Um, I didn't say that. Uh, ooh. All right, caller. We got another caller right here, ready to go. Next caller, you're on. Hey, this is Josiah. He, him. Yeah, long time listener, long time caller. So <laughs> I had this wild dream. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was holding in the dream this newspaper, and the headline said, and this is the whole headline. It said, "This is a dream, but it's also real. It okay. is a mm-hmm. prophecy." All of this is gonna happen. Right. Okay. And I was like, whoa, that's wild. And I folded it up, I put it away, and I'm riding this unicorn T-Rex. I've got this sword made out of troll bones, and it's singing while I'm holding it, and the dinosaur takes a big jump like the Hulk, and it's flying. And, like, what does it all mean? Hmm. Well, uh, Josiah... Based on what I'm hearing, it doesn't mean anything. And uh, how could that not mean anything? Well, uh, sounds just kind of like a dream from sound, what I've heard. Yeah, sounds like how a could dream. A dream this cool not mean anything. I was on a unicorn T-Rex. I mean, that sure. does sound very cool. It sounds cool. I'll give you that. But um, you're. I mean, it's just it's not anything. Not all dreams mean something. But Sometimes what if I also I the head off King Kong with that dinosaur T-Rex. Does that happen next? I don't believe you, though, Josiah. I don't think that's what happened next. But it Are didn't kill King up? Kong. He was still fighting him. Are... Are you just describing something that's supposed to sound cool? No, it's a real dream. J- Josiah, I feel and like you're trying prophecy. to get one over It said us. it was all going to happen. How is mm. this all going to happen? No. Josiah, you're not fooling anybody. That didn't happen. You're just trying to tell a good story and that's that's not the spirit of dreams so yeah, what are you telling me is that episode. i'm a natural storyteller no no that i should take my dream show on the road no <sighs> wow i guess you're right like i am kind of like this natural just incredibly I... gifted <sighs> storyteller and these stories come out through my subconscious in my dreams and I should go town to town telling my tales? Sure, yeah. Get started on that right now. Sure. You better get going. Oh, I'm on. I'm on my way. Thank you so much, guys, for all this inspiration. Yeah, Me- thank you, Josiah. Yeah. I sure. Thanks, Josiah. 
All right. Of course, you know, the day we're having, our last call was just a BSer. Yeah. Well, I can't believe it. That's that's part of the part of the business of dreams. That's yes. just how it is. I guess uh as they say, you know, one's for me and um I I appreciate uh you having me on your show. Yeah, well thanks for coming on. I'll be seeing you around. Alright, take it easy. Say hi to the Dream Lord for me. Maybe talk some sense into him. Uh, yeah, we need to have a chat. Things are getting a little Yeah. Not so good. Yeah. Alright. Well well thanks. Bye. Peace. Alright, well, other than Josiah, that was a, a, you know, a great day of calls. I feel like we learned a lot. I feel like we, well, Guinevere taught a lot, which is the best we can hope for on a topic like this. So let's, let's dig in, though. What did, what did we learn? What did we learn? Well, I just want to remind everybody, the library where Guinevere works is not the library. Two discrete places. Get them right. Learn to use search engines to figure these sorts of things out. What else? Um, look, if you're into it, you know, like subconsciously exploring your sexuality, that's cool. If you're not into it and you just like don't want to have those sorts of dreams, that's cool too. Whatever. What's not cool is being a buster about it, like Johnny Ten Shooter. It's not cool to yuck anybody's yum and to manifest in their dreams with two gloves that have guns for every finger and try to kill them. That's uncool. Not cool at all. So, yeah, just don't be a don't be a buster basically. Don't be like Johnny Ten Shooter. But if you ever see Johnny Ten Shooter in a dream, remember he's got no power over you. He might act like it, but it's your dream, it's your life, you know? Don't put up with any crap from this guy. Be more like the benevolent bass player. Really cool. What else can we take away? Almond milk? Generally speaking, pretty bad for the environment, unless you're Ed, and then buying at least one carton of almond milk is essential for the environment and, uh, you know, its continued existence. So, everyone except for Ed, don't buy almond milk. Buy oat milk. It's it's better. I like it better. What else? If you're going camping, just be mindful of the beast. You know, there are plenty of signs of the beast that you can look out for to make sure that you're not in the beast's territory and putting yourself at risk. So, watch for the signs of the beast when you're camping. Everything's good. Everything's cool. Yeah, I think that's it, you know? Stay safe out there. Um, stay cool. Dream on.